1: Hey, Tig, Hay. Hey, Cheryl Hay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a lot to get to. Mm-hmm. But before we do, I think we should tell people about November 11th.
2: Yeah, we're doing our
1: live streaming show. Yeah, 6 p.m. 6
2: p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And yeah. then who knows what time anywhere in else in the world. <laughs> or out
1: in uh, other countries cuz you can countries. you can watch from other countries. I love that idea so much. Yeah, so everybody, you know, grab whatever you want. A wine, a cup of tea, a, a vegan snack, vegan snack or flaming hot cheetos or what was the little chip?
2: <laughs> the coffin, the, the coffin, coffin chip, chip from 7-11.
1: And join us. Uh-huh. You can get tickets at looped live That's right. This is
2: your chance. If you want to see what this nonsense looks like
1: (laughs) live in a room together. We'll all be there together.
2: We will be there together. Thomas will be there off camera. Gabby will be there.
1: Well, we should put him on camera at at some point. No. (laughs) No. No. So get your tickets at looped, L-O-O-P-E-D, live.com. What do we talk about in this one today? Drugs. Drugs. Sweat.
2: Sweat. You know what re- makes a return visit? What? The discussion on tank
1: tops. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and jerks, welcome to What Happened, Brittany Murphy. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig
2: Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs faintly. I am the first ever podcast. And Tig and Cheryl are following in the
1: sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Tig, hello.
2: Cheryl, hello. (laughs) How are you? Well, as I just told you. I'm a little out of it. I uh, finished that movie finally in, in New Orleans Yeah, and uh, flew home last night and went to bed and woke up today at 9.23 a.m. and we're supposed to record at 9.30 a.m. <laughs> and I didn't set my alarm because I haven't slept this long in years, literally years. Did you
1: wake up like, where am I? What's going on?
2: No, I, I knew oh. where I was. I opened my eyes and I could see clearly where I was. But oh. I had a, a an alert on my phone that told me we were recording. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> and I, I jumped up. I mean, I guess I slept from 1230 to almost 930. I'm so confused. That's good. It's great. I'm just, it doesn't just happen. I'm shocked. It is
1: weird. Why, how can the older we get, the the less sleep we get, but we would love it. But then yeah, your body is like, no, it. oh, it's five. You got to get up. And it's like, I don't. But why? Yeah. How are you, Cheryl? Uh, I'm pretty good. I have, I have something interesting to tell you about, about this um, documentary. Oh, great. But I won't do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought it was interesting. Why don't we get right to it? Okay. You ready to get right to it? Okay. Yeah. So today we're talking about What Happened, Brittany Murphy, is a two-part 2021 documentary directed by Cynthia Hall. It seeks to find a reason behind movie star Brittany Murphy's decline and death in the 2000s, using interviews with many of the people who knew Brittany at the time. The documentary is available to watch on HBO Max. Okay. Okay. So, listen, we're not spilling beans by saying this is a sad tale. It's not a tale. It's a, sto- it's a true story. It's
2: a true tale that's sad.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so this documentary, you know, they're exploring this actress, Brittany Murphy's death and mm-hmm. what happened. Um, that's and why in- it's called that. Yeah. What mm-hmm. happened. <laughs> that, is, that is why it's called What Happened. Yeah. 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 Um, but what this is what's interesting. A lot of it's interesting. Carol. Yeah. Well, the film starts out with um, Kathy Najimy, Jimmy, the actress Kathy Najimy, Jimmy, mm-hmm. who describes Brittany Murphy. And C- Kathy is she's such a respectable, grounded mm. person. And you you know she starts out the the documentary, so you're like, oh okay. But just a side note, I've had some really cuckoo
2: times with her. She, she's very respected, but, but I've, she, I, I've seen nuts? her act like a nut.
1: No, she's in common. In a, in the best yeah, way. she's, she's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's, no, she's not like, you know, sitting at home with her. She's not the Queen of England kind <laughs> she's of behavior. Not the Queen of England, but, but if you say, oh, Kathy Najimy is cast in this film, you'd be like, oh, that's going to be a good film. And she's a great person. And it's going to be easy sailing. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Okay, so here's what's weird. Oh, in your deep voice. Yes. So, you know, it's it's real and weird. So I watched this, right? I watched what happened, Brittany Murphy. And then the next day, I get a text that said, hey, Cheryl, can you call me? It was a number I didn't know. I called this number and I was like, hey, uh, it's Cheryl Hines. Who who is this? And she said, it's Kathy Najimy. Jimmy." no and I was like I said by the way I don't think I've ever called Kathy and Jimmy we don't have each other's n- well I guess maybe we do I don't know so but she I, didn't
2: even say who she was she's just like she's hey not, Cheryl can and, you call me and
1: she said she goes oh I'm so embarrassed she said now I could make up some story about why I called you but honestly I'm working on a project and the hairstylist's name is Cheryl I got you guys mixed up. (laughs) And I said, oh, my God, I'm so glad you called me. This is crazy. And I said, Tig and I are doing this, are doing the documentary that you were in. Uh And so I talked to her all about this documentary. Okay, but can you get her on the phone? Oh, my God. It's so early on a Sunday morning. Cheryl, she's up. Tig. Cheryl. Do you She's... really want me to try to yes, get Yeah. Why don't I give you her number? Because she wanted me to tell you, hello. Let me see if I even kept it. Oh God, are we doing this again? Yes. That's remember. You're...
2: <laughs> but how come it's always just me? Well, because you're the one that name drops every episode. But I,
1: I wasn't doing it to say you, you hey, name drop constantly. And oh so my God, by the way, that's not true. You're the one. Mm-hmm. You know what you do? What you from people's name out? I wasn't a very good horn. <laughs> Wait. That was actually, I think, your best one. Uh,
2: I can't. Do- so Kathy told you to tell me hi. Yes, yeah, she said she loves
1: you. Well, after of all course. the things you just said about her, how awkward for you when she listens to this?
2: I love Kathy and Jimmy. I'm saying, I've yeah. seen her act like a nut. Yeah, she and is. And you're presenting she- her as like, she's this respected person. She's, <laughs> she, and she, well, she is. is. She's both she's of those things. She's all of those things, but she's also a nut. <laughs> Thomas, we need to come up with a better like um, scoring system of like, okay, you drop someone's name, get them on the horn. Texting them is one particular type of point. Calling them is another. FaceTiming them is... Just FaceTiming him at nine in the morning on a Sunday. Which we
1: don't have to FaceTime her. I think that's a lot. And I, I feel I feel badly that I did that to, to Melissa McCarthy. Cause I, and what a good sport that she actually answered a FaceTime.
2: Sean Hayes only FaceTimes me. <laughs> name oh. drop. Name drop. Oh. Get Sean Hayes.
1: <laughs> he Chick. has
2: nothing to do with this. Get- well, it has nothing it to do matter. with it. It
1: doesn't matter. You
2: don't just say a celebrity's name and then call them unrelated <laughs> to, the, to the podcast. If Sean had something to do with this, I'd FaceTime him and he would answer it no matter what he was doing. I don't believe you. Now I can't find her number because... Oh, the story falls apart. <laughs> How long did you talk to her about?
1: Oh my gosh, for like 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, that's not that long. I thought you were
2: talking like three hours. Like, hold on, let me go get some snacks.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't want to keep her on the phone, but I was very interested to talk to her. And she was very forthcoming? Yes, because she loved yeah. Brittany Murphy. Yeah. And, and I told her, I said, you know, I was so glad that that, that Kathy is in this documentary because because Brittany, um, you know, if you don't know who, who Brittany was, she was in... Um, Clueless. She was a young actress. I wasn't
2: familiar with her until we were watching that documentary. Um, I got her confused with, um, who is it from This Is Us?
1: Mandy Moore. I had her confused with Mandy Moore. Mm. Do you want to hear a clip of of Kathy talking about Brittany?
2: Of course.
1: (laughs) While I look for her phone number? And
2: just to clarify, when I've seen Kathy act like a nut, Yes. It's the kind of situation where I'm at a party and she chases me around. <laughs> I know. I'm not she... exaggerating. Like, she chases me around parties. <laughs> and if, she, if you ever find her number and if she, you ever contact her yeah. and we say, what do you do to TIG at parties, and that's she'll... what she's going to say. Even before we were ever introduced or met, she used to chase me around parties.
1: Even before you met her? Even before we
2: met I don't know what started this, but it became a bit, a bit where I would walk in a party and she would chase me around. And I am not exaggerating.
1: I believe you. Why would you ex- I mean, I have a here I have a number here in mm-hmm. my history that's not mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's her.
2: Just text it and say um,
1: "Hey Kathy, hey." Just be like Kathy? Okay, I just I just wrote "Hi Kathy." Okay, all right, let's listen
0: to this clip.
1: Oh, don't yell at me.
0: One of the most painful things about this, other than losing a life way too soon and for the such egregiously wrong reasons, is that Britney was so wonderful, like there
1: was nobody else like her. She wasn't a Hollywood girl. The movie of her life is like, who walks into a room and almost every single person there is thrilled that you're there. And then knows that when she leaves the room and goes home, she's the same freaking person in the movie of her life. See, I thought that was very sweet because, because this documentary at some point, Brittany gets off track. Well, yeah, and also it's really
2: sweet, and it's nice that she said that. And then it's also really sad
1: that this is the
2: movie of her life.
1: I know. I know. It's a weird, I thought it was an interesting, I won't say weird, um, interesting choice that the filmmaker made to have, like, these Instagram people, mm-hmm. <laughs> girls that are, like, doing their makeup and talking about Brittany Murphy's death like okay now I'm gonna show you how to contour oh mm. and then Brittany met this guy that was so awful I, I mean I guess that the idea is to show that here's this real person this mm. tragedy happened but then by the time we get it through social media it's just a it's just fodder it's just something for people yeah, to it's a salacious. About. Yeah, yeah just before we go on because I know everybody's waiting It said that it's a landline that I just texted.
2: Okay, moving on. So wait, Kathy and Jimmy texted you from her
1: landline? No, that was the number that I called. I don't know the number that she told me to call. I need you to take a deep breath. (laughs) Well, I I feel like you're coming at me, and it was a complicated situation. It seemed like. But I'm trying to get to the
2: bottom of this mystery about the phone.
1: But listen, do you have Kathy and Jimmy's number? I bet you do. Why don't you call her? Seriously. I do
2: not. I'm telling you, I go to parties. I go. And to And she desk, chases you I around. I walk in the door. Kathy and Jimmy sees me. She mm-hmm. ch- like high
1: speed chases me around. Well, next time, get her number when she's chasing you. <laughs> okay. okay. okay so let's just give our listeners some information so in december 2009 sharon murphy who is britney's mom calls an ambulance for her unresponsive daughter Brittany murphy as simon monjack does chest compressions And sadly, she dies at Cedar sinai By
2: the way, when the 911 person was like, you got to do it at this speed, this, you know, like duh, duh, duh. And then she was like at this speed and she was saying it to Robert. Is that his name? Nope, Simon. How could you know?
1: You couldn't know. There's no no way way to know. You know, to speed up the chest compressions. And he's not. And he's not. And just so our listeners know, and I think we've talked about it before, it should be as fast as staying alive. Ah, ah, ah. Stay in a life. Stay in a life. If you yeah. ever have to do chest compressions. But by the way, I thought this was weird too because in the story it says that when they found her, she seemed to be, she was unresponsive mm-hmm. and they put her in, a, in the shower. Yeah. I mean, who does that? Why is that your first instinct if somebody's not well, breathing? Well, to me that seems like you know
2: that there's drugs or alcohol yeah. involved. That's that's an indication to me. Yeah. yeah, that's the go-to when somebody passes out from drugs or alcohol. You know, put him in a cold shower. To, you know. to try to wake them up. Yeah, that's
1: so strange to me. If they're not even breathing,
2: listen. I'm not saying that's what anybody should do no. or what I would do. It just feels
1: it feels like, like that's sort of that world.
2: Yeah, you see it on some. You know, Cable show. With college kids that somebody is passed out, you throw
1: them in a cold shower. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't you know, know what they do now. Um, have you ever heard of um, I think there's a word for it. I'm going to say backpacking, but that's probably not it. But anyway, these kids in college, if one of the kids is passed out from drinking mm-hmm. or something, they'll put mm-hmm. a backpack on them with books in it and lay them on their side. Which is good because then they don't... Oh, choke on their... Yeah. But it seems like you could do Throw a step up. better if you're going through the trouble of getting a heavy backpack and putting it on. Why not just like get them up and make sure they're okay? Oh, open? so this is something kids have come up with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think adults are like, hey, Charlie's on the floor. Let's get him a backpack. Or a doctor.
2: A doctor like... <laughs> you're
1: not, No doctor. If you call 911, they're not going to go here. Do you have a backpack? Yeah. Get a backpack. Yeah, it's kind of just, smart. It is because then they they can't. Yeah, they're yeah. Not, they're not gonna be able to roll around. Right. And they're just gonna have to stay there until you figure out what the next thing to do is.
2: Yeah. And if their parents come, it, it looks like they've been studying. Like, yeah. <laughs>
1: God. Okay, let's. Tig. I know we've covered a lot of ground, but we have to take a break. Okay.
2: Let's give these people a break. They need it. Yeah. People need a break at this
0: point. Mm. It's ridiculous. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution.
2: And we are back. Okay.
1: Hope everyone had a nice break. We're going to really get to this story Mm because there's stuff to cover. Okay. So Brittany was sick after returning from a trip to Puerto Rico and collapsed on her bathroom floor. Some suspect an overdose and many others, like coroner Ed Winters, are suspicious of her husband. So this guy, Simon Monjack, let's just back up for one second. So mm-hmm. one of Britney's previous boyfriends was mm-hmm. um, Ashton Kutcher. Who I'm about to do a movie with.
2: Oh. Yeah.
1: Are you his love interest?
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> do, you, do you have a nude scene with him?
2: <laughs> well, it's going to be a surprise nude scene.
1: <laughs> You're just going to do your scene yeah, nude? Yeah, I'm going to
2: do my scene <laughs> nude be like, uh, this is the only way anybody would want a nude scene with me, so I thought I'd... Uh, Wedge it in when I could. Hello, Ashton. Hello, Ashton, I'm Tig. Eyes up here, Ashton. Eyes up here. I'm Tig. Um, I'm in this movie, and we're in a scene right now, and I'm not doing
1: my lines. And we're in the grocery store, but I choose to be nude. <laughs> um. Okay. So, so Brittany had. So she went out with. Yeah. She she did a movie with him called Just Married, and it was mm-hmm. a, a romantic comedy, and everybody loved them together. And Um, apparently they were together for a while. Did you see that movie? I don't recall. Like,
2: did you watch, were you familiar
1: with her? Did you watch her? Was she on your radar? I was familiar with her, but I I mean, like, I I know I've seen Clueless before. Mm -hmm. In my recollection of Britney, she was a cute, young, funny. She started out as sort of the girl next door. Like Mm -hmm. in Clueless, she was not the quote-unquote, cute one. And then she became kind e- of... Yeah. Then they gave then, her a makeover, and then she, she... I mean, she's a she was a cute girl to begin with.
2: But I'm talking about in her career, she kind of became more of the
1: Entrep- the hot girl. I was going to say entrepreneur. <laughs> well, why meant, wouldn't you say that? I mean, ingenue. <laughs> why she, wouldn't you
2: say she became an entrepreneur? <laughs> She, w- she went from the girl next door
1: to a very successful entrepreneur. Wait, what was the word? Oh, ingenue. Okay, I meant to say ingenue. Okay. And then she meets this guy, mm-hmm. Simon Monjack. Yeah. And Simon is, oh, my God. He <laughs> uh, uh, how He's much older than she is. like, how do we describe him? I mean, I never know if it's just because I'm gay, but- I was just like, this guy is gross. He was gross. And every and every time somebody described him, they're like, the first time I met Simon, he was very sweaty. Which, by the way, I hope no one ever describes me as that. Like, that's the first thing that comes to mind is, oh, she's so sweaty. Then you need to make some changes if you don't want to be <laughs>
2: described in that
1: way. But by the way, so, you know, people can't, you can't help it if you're sweaty. But a lot of times if you're taking certain drugs, they make you sweaty
2: or if you're wearing a sweater in hot weather that can make you sweaty. Yes. Like dress appropriately. I don't think that was his
1: problem. No. I think he he was just a sweater. Doesn't matter. Right. point is, he wasn't uh, Ashton Kutcher. Mm. He was how oh, what's the word? Frumpy?
2: If he was an actor, he could have played one of those you know, mobster guy. Italian guy yeah. with like the white uh, t shirt, like, yeah. you know, the tank like top. Tank top with mm-hmm. the armpit hair. Yeah. And, tank and, tops. Uh, yeah. Tank tops don't look good on anybody. Oh, gosh. I forgot about our I tank know. top discussion. I mean, well, they especially don't look good on, on those. On I mean, big, I'm sure some women are like, oh, that's just so. That's hot. just my
1: type. Yeah. <laughs> I a, love a, a guy wearing a man and it's <laughs> in a white. You know what, they call them white beaters, but that's, I know. I, that's I won't not appropriate. Say I won't even say that.
2: I hope they don't do and it. And then like, that. and then shorts when guys oh, wear God. that with shorts, and then and then like black socks up to their knee and and like oh, slip ons.
1: <laughs> and the gold chain with gold like chain Italian horn. Okay, A horn, right? Like that. What do you
2: mean an you Italian? You know the horn? little curly Q horn. Are we talking about facial hair? No, oh, this is like a charm. Curly Q horn. You don't know what I'm talking about? No. Thomas, oh, like do you a know what necklace? I'm ta- yeah. Around a necklace? Oh, okay. All right. There's an Italian horn. I'm Italian, by the way. Notaro. <laughs> hey. Hey. A pizza ball. <laughs> pizza ball. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Meatball. Uh oh, it's a
2: cornicello.
1: Cornicello. <laughs> hey, mama, grab my cornicello. Oh uh, yeah, because it kind of looks like what's it, a cornucopia and a cello. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> let's move on
2: anyway. What if like big, sweaty, greasy Italian guys were known for wearing cello? Necklaces. Oh, a
1: little cello. A A little little cello. cello. (laughs) It's mama's, it's grandmama's cello
2: (laughs) necklace. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, listen. Mm -hmm. She meets this guy, Simon, right? And I I have no idea why she was attracted to him to begin with. But he was telling people he was a billionaire. He's Uh driving, what, Lamborghinis. He's... A um, Lamborghini, <laughs> a Lamborghini, and he's like telling everybody, "Hey, I'm a
2: billionaire." First yeah. of all, I just want to help people in yeah. the world. If somebody is hanging out, mm-hmm. looking like a sweaty mobster, <laughs> and telling you they're a billionaire, yeah, steer clear. Yeah, this this guy's a loser. Whoever he is, yeah. People will figure out you're a billionaire. Yeah, you don't have to tell Let people. Let it unravel naturally
1: yeah. when you're like, "Hey, let's take my helicopter to lunch." Right. 10 right.
2: blocks away.
1: It's like um if you think you're a classy lady and you mm. have, you know, those license plates and it says "Classy Lady" on your license plate, odds are you're not. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you have any kind of bumper sticker are or you- is this pointed at me? You need to take off your classy lady license frame.
2: How dare you, you
1: humiliate me? The classy in front lady of our... with the rose on it. Okay, all right. Message received. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Do we really have to take another break? We haven't even
2: we haven't talked about anything, and we it's have...
1: a fascinating it and is. very when we come sad back,
2: story. we are going to
1: seriously we're gonna pl- There's gonna be we're going no to down. No, yeah. no jokes.
0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: And we're back. Okay. I'm gonna give you some points here. Okay. Okay? So she meet so Brittany meets Simon. Simon convinces her to fire everybody on her team. Her agents, her Attorney, I think her attorney, and her manager. And he took all of her, he took her phone, he took her computer. And this is what I was talking to Kathy about because Kathy said at some point she couldn't even reach Brittany because she, mm-hmm. Brittany didn't have a phone. She didn't, she mm-hmm. couldn't even um, email her. Yeah. So Brittany, so that, that was heartbreaking for Kathy because she, Kathy said she's sort of watching this happen and clearly. Clearly, Britney was on some sort of drugs.
2: And did Kathy know? Did she say that she knew that she was doing drugs?
1: She didn't know for sure that she was doing drugs. But she did say, and Kathy talks about it in this this documentary, Kathy was going to meet Britney at, I don't know if it was Dancing with the Stars or some sort of show that they both mm-hmm. really wanted to see and do mm-hmm. together. And, and that Britney came in so late. And just completely out of it. And -hmm. it was just heartbreaking because Kathy was like, you know, I I couldn't, he couldn't reach her. Mm -hmm. And she said that and like the documentary says, then Brittany started to whatever project she was working on, Simon was there. And during every break, she would go to his car and hang Mm -hmm. out with him in his car. And then come back just out of her mind. Yeah.
2: And that was drugs.
1: Well, um it's Or like emotional abuse as well. I think it probably yeah, all of it. I think all of it. I mean yeah. you know, when they, they they talk about when when they when they went in to her house after she had died, that mm-hmm. there were ninety prescription pill bottles on his bedside table.
2: How big is his bedside table?
1: <laughs> that's what I was wondering. That's like I mean, truly, that is that is a giant that's like a Unless Dining he room stacked table. them high. He must have had to stack them high. Yeah. Oh, and Simon controlled her money. Mm-hmm. And then Alex Merkin. Oh, the last name what? Merkin. You know what a Merkin is? It's like a wig for your
2: nether crotch. regions.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a, crotch wig. <laughs> it's a crotch wig. Alex Merkin, d- director of Across the Hall, described Britney on the set in 2008. And said she was unprepared. She was out of it. And she would have to, you know, would try to do her line. And she couldn't remember her line. And then she'd yell, line. And somebody Mm -hmm. would sort of yell it to her. And then she'd just repeat it. But, I mean, even watching her do that, it was I was pretty impressed that she could still act while she was doing that. But that's, I don't know who wants to act, you know, do a scene with somebody like that. That's difficult.
2: Yeah. I'm not. In that condition. But I've had to do so many different projects when I've been on pills <laughs> for things. Oh. And it's been so frustrating because my head will be clouded yes. or I'm on, I have to take some sort of pain medication. Mm. I mean, when Thomas was my assistant and he was with me and I was filming Instant Family, yeah, I was jacked up on pills i had just had surgery
1: just to get you just needed it to to function yeah
2: i feel so bad because i'm like i'm able to be there you know i have the doctor's permission and i'm I'm okay it's just i it's cloudy i've probably done one project where i wasn't on some sort of medication for something and i don't i'm not a pill person right well, that's understandable.
1: I mean, if you're an actor, everybody... I know, but I'm
2: saying I, I, I've struggled. I can't even imagine if I was like purposefully taking Oh, my God. Pills. I'm trying to take as few as I can right. to be there, and right. I'm struggling. Yeah. And I don't even consider myself an actor. Now, go ahead. Where were we?
1: <laughs> But anyway, so this director, Alex Merkin, said that she couldn't remember her lines, and she refused to do a sex scene. Because mm-hmm. She loved her husband so much.
2: Yeah. And that was so obvious. It was the yeah. husband saying, <laughs> You love me so much. Don't do a sex scene. You can't touch anybody else. This guy was so riddled with insecurity. Oh, it's he's so, so controlling. And oh my God. Don't you
1: wonder? Because you're like, Why would she stay with him? But I guess you're so. I think it's that thing. Getting too deep. Yeah. And when you're. Somebody um, breaking
2: you down yeah when you're intertwined with people or in situations where they're treating you yeah you
1: lose your sense of self yeah yeah so after she died he became very friendly with britney's mom that relationship is odd but kathy said she is a really sweet person she told you this on the phone Yes, Sharon mm-hmm. Murphy is a really sweet, caring person and really loved Britney. And they were very, mm-hmm. very close. And apparently mm-hmm. the three of them were living together. Britney, the mom and... And Simon. Simon. And then when Britney died, Simon and Sharon went on Larry King to talk. That It got really strange.
2: Well, there were a lot of strange things that interview and also that they would snuggle together in bed yeah so they still live together and then the photo session did it look like
1: it looked like um, an engagement picture where they're like yeah sort of holding hands. but hand. Kathy
2: says she's totally
1: well Kathy said yeah she's a really really lovely person and she said she probably got sucked into the oh yeah yeah that world so here's uh, Sharon Murphy Simon uh. Monjack and Larry King
2: Mm-hmm. You didn't want an autopsy at first? No, I did. There was this woman who just lost her daughter. It was such a shock. This pristine body that was curvy in all the right places and the skin accident. like silk. And I, how
0: could I say in front of her mother, cut her up? You see. were living in the house? Sharon lived with oh, us throughout the manor house. Yeah, okay. I
1: was there. That's always, three of you lived together. I was always there, and my daughter and I lived together always. And so, what happened, happened that, that day? That's
2: why these rumors are so ludicrous. I mean, Was her mother doing drugs, too? (sighs) Take, But did Kathy, Kathy didn't. No, we didn't talk about that. But I guess Kathy probably could only speculate as well.
1: I mean, it seemed. Listen, I'm not an expert Mm -hmm. and I'm not here to judge. But it seems like somebody was on something. Yeah. So it gets even crazier. Okay, Mm -hmm. they do an autopsy on Britney and it says that she was severely anemic she had severe pneumonia and had many prescription drugs in her system, but pneumonia was the primary cause of death. And that's very sad, too, because they were saying clearly she had been sick for a long time. Meaning she had had pneumonia for a long time? Yeah, she had had pneumonia for a long time. Yeah. huh And uh, she was anemic. I mean, she was just fragile. Yeah. You know, so she probably did a lot of drugs and just her body couldn't hmm Handle it. So then now Simon and the mom get together. Wait, romantically? Well, we don't know. But it seems like it. Doesn't it seem like it? It did seem like it. I mean, because he's like he, this, um, like, swindler. So now they have Brittany's money, right? So he's sort of glomming on to her. And did she have a lot of money when she died? Well... You want to hear something awful no but okay clearly she had she had made money yeah and at one point simon you know who controlled all the money took her money and made a replica of a tiara and a diamond necklace to give to her as a gift to give to the mother oh, audrey hepburn um no to give to um Brittany. so he thought that would be a great gift he took the money he had a diamond tiara fashioned after audrey hepburn and gave that to her as a gift.
2: wait this is what kathy told you
1: no this was in <laughs> I this missed was that in part. the documentary i, missed I mean, that part. you really don't watch it closely but um i do so at some point uh-huh. simon dies
2: See, I feel like if I would have said that he died, you would have yelled at me and been well, like, "Well, yeah, because you don't spill the beans, right?" Because you
1: would have wanted to do it in the first. No, if minute. I did it right then,
2: if I did it right then, if I if said, you set said it
1: up properly, I would not have yelled at you. That's not
2: true. I feel like no matter when I say the big detail or the big <laughs> reveal,
1: I get mad at you.
2: You scream at me and humiliate me in front of my
1: it must, rabid it's fans. Be so hard for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he dies, which is weird. Yeah. Of pneumonia. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, I'm sure he had a lot of drugs as well. So now, Sharon, Brittany's mom, she's left alone, mm-hmm. trying to figure it all out. She doesn't have any money. She takes the tiara and she takes the diamond necklace. She goes to. See how much he can get for it. Oh, right. I remember this. And they were fake. That made me so angry. So Simon took all of their money, said that he had made these diamond pieces and just had fake ones made. Didn't that make you so mad? Yeah. Oh, it made me so mad. Anyway, and then we Mm -hmm. find out that Simon had been married before. He had had a child. He had a history of swindling money out of women. Uh, I don't know. It made me so mad. All of it just made me mad.
2: It was really interesting to kind of go into this film and be one million percent unfamiliar with her. I'd heard the name. I couldn't have picked her out of a crowd. But to be...
1: um, To see the whole story...
2: Well, not, yeah, the whole story, but also to see how, as Kathy was saying, likable and lovable she was and so talented. She was really
1: talented.
2: It's funny because even though she reminded me, or not reminded me, but I thought she was the girl on this is Mandy Us. Moore. Mm. Yeah, I thought she was Mandy Moore. They're both talented, yes. and I don't know why. I think in my head I'm like, oh, the I I think Mandy and Brittany. I I just assume they're like, right, you know, twelve-year-old girls that can't act or something. Mm. And then it's it's like it's so. You know, I'm I, I'm disappointed in myself. Oh, Tig. Yeah, I, I was watching these scenes where I felt like I want to see this movie. I know. I want to see her in in this,
1: and who she would have been today, I what know. she would have been doing. I know. But see, when she started after she got together with Simon, she uh. started presenting herself to the world as really, I mean, when you see her in public. She seemed like she was high on something and she Uh was really out of it. She got – she was anorexic at some point because he, Uh according to this, had told her, you know, to lose weight and to dye her hair blonde and to – so she could Mm be beautiful. And so so she got a bad reputation in the industry. And it was easy for people to make fun of her. Like even on SNL, somebody did a version of her – you know, really oh. out of it, and oh, um, I see. yeah, right, so yeah. it was sad.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's a good lesson for everybody because we don't really know what's going on. And even though somebody's coming out and doing something loopy or stupid, it's like there, mm-hmm. there's probably a reason behind it that nobody's stopping yeah. to really check into. Right, right. So it's hard. It was. It was hard, and that's why they had these Instagram girls telling, <laughs> telling the Brittany Murphy story, which was slightly disturbing
2: I know know, I was I was at my cousin's house you know I know we're all sick of hearing about me in your cousin's house
1: in Mississippi
2: (laughs) but I was at it was another cousin's house in Mississippi and he was watching a 2020 special on that girl that was hiking with her boyfriend Mm. and disappeared and it was 2020 it was ABC right yeah and they would cut to on 2020 All of the
1: social media people on
2: TikTok talking, and I was like, "It has been decades since I've watched 2020, but this is what 2020 is now: is we're going to a YouTuber, yeah, going to somebody on TikTok. Yeah, it's weird. Why are why why can't we have just a Dan Rather type
1: telling us what's happening? You know what I think? I think Hmm. like. The news is so bad. Mm -hmm. You have however many news stations. And they will say completely opposite things. Yeah. And both of those stations will say, this is true. That's not true. This is true. And then the other one says, that's not true. This is true. So people don't even trust news outlets anymore. They don't trust anybody. Well that's why I stopped you know I stopped reading the news. I know. I don't blame you. Yeah. I try it's not been, to it's
2: been over a month. And, and I um I'm trying to figure out the best way to get information. I mean I've been it's listening hard. still to that five minute NPR update. Yeah. But I'm really just trying to find the most clear this happened. Right. This is what happened. Right. Because I'm so sick of you know that did happen. This far happened. Right. You're crazy. This is true. That's that. That uh, I'm just like.
1: What happened? The answer can't be TikTokers. <laughs> that can't be the way we're getting our news. But that is weird. That 2020 is like. So then the TikTokers said, "It's like okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know that I need somebody applying their eyeshadow and telling me where they <sighs> what they think happened to these people. That can't be. That can't be it either. No." Anyway, so it it was just very sad because we don't know what Simon did with all of that money.
2: Wait, and before we go,
1: how about Simon's mother? So in this documentary, Simon's mother and father heard about the documentary. No. Oh, and contacted the filmmaker and said, you can interview us, right? That's his
2: mother and brother. You give me a hard time for not knowing things after I watch the movie, which is fair. But then you say that Brittany Murphy became an entrepreneur.
1: <laughs> a beautiful entrepreneur. Um. So go ahead. So, so Simon's mother. Well, it was just interesting to
2: be a part of the documentary because in her responses, it felt like she was leaving these breadcrumbs of, like, yes, I know he was this way, but then also to just have utter denial about a lot of it. Right. I guess that's the, you know, that's kind of probably typical if you're the parent. Yeah. It's probably hard to
1: see your child as somebody who's just a... um, Because
2: she was acknowledging he he was a particular way... But then it was...
1: She never experienced it. And then the interviewer was like, well, what, did he ever ask for money and you gave him money because you thought it was for something? And she's like, yes, but I gave that as a gift. Mm -hmm. I never expected it back. And it's like, all right. Yeah. what are you going to do?
2: But I have to say, she had a way of answering questions that didn't have a lot of real tells or ticks. Oh, no. Yeah,
1: she did a lot of... um, double talk that was like mm. uh do you think simon was a swindler and she'd say well when simon was young he was an adorable boy and you're like oh oh, oh well we'll move on to the next
2: well okay case closed <laughs> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> no like, more questions <laughs> <laughs> so it apparently was... Simon was adorable <laughs> as a
1: small child. Every child is adorable. Every child is adorable. So um oh, and I'm just going to throw this in there before we wind it down. Mm-hmm. Also, at some point Simon insisted on doing Britney's makeup on a film. Uh-huh. And it wasn't a good look. Uh-huh. It was crazy. Well, so he was clearly
2: on drugs too. It's not like he was sober and she was, you know, he was on drugs. So you have this like, and nothing wrong with sweating, but you have this sweaty drug addict that's like, Mm hey, I'm going to do your makeup. It's like, of course he thinks he should do her makeup.
1: Right. She ended up getting fired from her last job. Because imagine as a filmmaker, you hire this actress and you know she can do it and you know she's going to be great. And then she yeah. shows up three hours late with with this her with the guy loser. with the horn. And, you know, it's like, yeah, and he wants to do her makeup and it's just, it's just a circus.
2: You know, I think people have in their minds that like, oh, these people, they're in society or they have money. But it's like, it, it kind of can become not too far off from somebody
1: living on the street, you know. Right. That, the behavior and the... Right. So what you're saying is like you feel like somebody like Brittany Murphy who lives in L.A. and has access mm-hmm. to the best doctors and hospitals and health care yeah. and, you know, mental health care. You think that, oh, they must have...
2: Yeah, they, but they must they're have on drugs.
1: Habits. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. It was interesting, too, in, in this series where they go in I don't know why Simon would want to take a photographer, you know, into their house, but well, you Well, that's went... what I
2: was just about to talk about, but go ahead.
1: Well, no, you go ahead.
2: Just the disgusting way he showed off the bathroom. He kept calling it here's the infamous or the yeah. the like I can't remember what word he was using, but the um, where she died. where she died like trying to Like, in his mind, he was thinking, oh, this is, like, my Marilyn Monroe. Right. It almost felt like he was thinking I could sell this house for a lot of money because this is where Brittany Murphy died. Yeah. You know, kind of trying to make her and her death scene this...
1: Sensational... Yeah. Thing, yeah. It was so gross. It That was so terrible.
2: It's so... So
1: sad. Yeah, this was sad. This was sad and very lots of twists and turns, and um, and Sharon Murphy is out there somewhere. Hey, Sharon. Hey, um, we hope you're doing okay. Aren't you worried about Sharon Murphy? Of course. Do you think she's listening to our podcast? (laughs) Yes, I think she is. Hey, Sharon. Hey. Hey, Sharon. Hey. We're, we're here for you. We're thinking you. I keep about feeling
2: you. like, even though I know Simon's dead, he feels like he's still alive. I know. Like There's he's going to come weird back and go. There's feeling that like. Yeah. He, I guess because he feels like a cockroach, you know, that lives through yeah.
1: whatever. Yeah. Um, Tig, are you ready for our final thoughts? I am. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? No. Did you? No. Mm. I was angry. I yelled. I was oh my so God. mad. At Simon. I yelled. I that fake Tiara really got me. Uh huh. What did you yell? What did you yell? Exactly? I was like, "No!" Wow. Something like that. Um, I would like to answer this first because I don't want you to take my answer. Who were you attracted to? I'll go first. Ashton Kutcher. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now you go. (laughs) Kathy and Jimmy. Okay, that's fair. No, I don't know if Kathy and I. If if you could make out and not laugh, is that what you were
2: gonna say? Yeah, I don't think there's a world you feel like you can make out with Ashton Kutcher and not laugh. Yeah, I could. (laughs) I could take it seriously. (laughs) I could take it seriously. I have to say, the first time I saw Ashton Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. That's a tongue twister. It is. Name.
1: Ash Ashton Um
2: Kutcher. Yeah. Kutcher. And if I'm honest, that didn't sound like the name yeah. of a star. If you think of a little kid running around a preschool, oh, there's my son's little friend Ashton Kutcher. I, I like it. I do it's, too. It's unusual. Now it makes yeah, now it makes sense. I'm like, oh well, yeah, that's the name of a star, baby. <laughs> but uh, I picture a child on on, on a preschool playground. Oh, there's, I see. There's little Ashton Kutcher. Right. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. But I have to say the first time I ever saw Ashton, I truly didn't think I'd ever seen somebody so attractive in my he life. He is very attractive he
0: now I'm just used to like
1: attractive. oh there's old Ashton Kutcher face you kind of can't take your eyes off of him in person it's really like you know uh, Cindy Crawford
2: yeah not personally oh,
1: have you ever seen her in real life no well you can't help but stare at her because she's a foot taller than you are I guess are you've seen
2: she- her in, in real life okay <laughs> We get it. You hang out with supermodels. Hey Cindy, hey.
1: <laughs> but you can't even imagine, oh, there's a person that looks like that. That's kind of Ashton. It's like everything about him looks pretty perfect somehow. And you're like, wow, that's a thing. Yeah. That's a
2: thing. And again, I uh, yeah. am about to do a major motion picture with him. Oh, right. So I'll let him know mm. that he's attractive. If yeah. hasn't come up Break yet. the news to
1: him. Mm-hmm. Spilled the beans. Spill the beans. And he's nice, actually. Uh-huh. He's nice and funny. Go ahead.
2: Okay. So you know him and Cindy Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Who were you attracted to? I don't know. After you said, you know, could Kathy and I make out without laughing, yeah. then it started to sound appealing mm. because- That's what's fun, I feel like, Mm. in romance and making out is laughing a lot. Mm. You know? Okay. Because the whole idea is that who are you attracted to in the last 10 minutes, right, of your life? That'd be fun to make out and laugh with somebody. All right.
1: We'll we'll keep Kathy. And we'll keep Ashton Kutcher. Thank you. Um, Tig. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what we're going to be watching next week. I don't know any Ooh. I don't know anything about this documentary, but a lot of our listeners have been And nor will you after you see it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and nor will our listeners.
1: And and now it's a good time to remind people that our numbers keep growing. Climbing. Next week we will be watching The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. And you can watch it free on Tubi. Tubi? Tubi. Is that your way of saying YouTube? <laughs> no, it's an actual, uh, I don't want to say station. Nobody says station. It's a, uh, what is it called? Uh, I don't know what Platform. it is. form Tubi? Oh, sorry. <laughs> it really came out strong. <laughs> Tubi.
2: Let's start our own company. Let's call it Tubi, <laughs> and we'll give movies away for free. Uh, Tig, I almost called you Liz. <laughs> That's so weird. On my flight home from New Orleans last night, I was thinking about how the name Liz is such a a business name. Really? Liz.
1: Hmm. I picture a business suit, power suit. Li- yeah. Liz is here. No, that yeah. doesn't sound powerful to me. Really? What does? Catherine. Catherine Najimi. <laughs> Chasing you around at a party. <laughs> the office. <laughs> Liz is here to talk to you. Liz, Okay, Are you want to hear some true fan mail? Okay, go ahead. Lisa A. writes, Hey, hey Lisa, Lisa a. a. Hey, hey. hey, hey. Uh, ladies, first off, I need to say I'm a huge, huge, deep, serious voice, huge fan and haven't missed an episode. I'm also a huge fan of fall. I did not see that coming. Is that the end of the That's it. Message. No. And having been from the East Coast and relocated decades ago to the West Coast, one of the things I miss the most are crunchy fall leaves when I'm taking a walk. I think you see where this is going. I honestly don't see where this is going. No. In fact, I, I quit listening. <laughs> so I'm innocently out on my walk. And I see a big leaf. Oh, no. Oh, no. I see where this is going. I hope this isn't. Oh, no. I see a big leaf that looks like it would be a really great crunchy one. Oh, no. Bringing me back to my childhood days on the East Coast where we'd step on as many fall leaves as we could. And then Uh. to my surprise, I find out not (laughs) not only is it not crunchy, but yes an added surprise underneath i only hope i never walk on the same path as you cheryl because then as i am cleaning out the smallest tread on my shoe i will be cursing you out look what you've started i know look what you've started i'm sorry but don't listen don't jump on a leaf don't jump on a big leaf because there might be dog poop underneath that don't jump (laughs) at a certain age you need to stop jumping yeah
2: yeah you got a hip, you got your back, you got issues. to watch out for. We have brittle bones
1: okay, you want to hear um what christine s writes hey, hey christine, christine s. s hey hey um <laughs> I'm just sending a quick note to say how much I enjoy your podcast. I've loved both of you individually for many years and can't believe I only found out a short time ago that you were friends and had this podcast. I make detailed custom decorated cookies. And would laugh so hard while listening that many times I've had to start over. So I've learned to only listen when I'm not decorating. (laughs) Thanks for what you do, Christine. P.S. TIG, our whole family loves your work. And we have tickets to see you in Austin next February. How many vegan cookies would I have to make you in order for you to let Cheryl make a guest appearance you could just make me one cookie, and then I'll
2: let Cheryl fly herself out to Austin <laughs> <laughs> and make an appearance. Put
1: myself up in a hotel. Yeah,
2: pay to... to. Uh, you know what? I would share my hotel room with you. Oh. I'd get two beds. Okay, that's nice. And um, But Cheryl, will yeah. you come to Austin and eat cookies with me? Maybe. It's
1: a hard maybe.
2: Come on. It'd be so fun, and it would make this person so happy. Yeah. I've already forgotten her
1: name. What is it's her name? A, uh, Christine. Christine, Christine S. Christine S. It sounds fun. I love Austin. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll, we'll pencil it in. Cheryl, yeah. come on out to Austin and have cookies with me. All right. That would be a fun job. Making, Making cookies, cookies me? and de- mm, Not for you. But in decorating mm. them and listening to music and podcasts. You probably don't remember this, but years
2: ago, yeah. you invited me over to your house yeah. and I helped... You and Kat? Yeah. I think it was just me. You weren't even there. Kat was so (laughs) tiny. I was helping Kat build a gingerbread house. house. Oh, you do remember? Listen, do I have a great recollection of it? No. You wandered off and I was helping. (laughs) I think she was like three or four at the time.
1: Well, you know how it is. I mean, when you're a mom and you have a three-year-old and somebody comes over and is interested in right. the child, you disappear and take a nap because you, you're so tired and you need a break. Right, but I thought maybe you'd be doing this with us. <clears throat> I was like... I was like, you got it?
2: <laughs> I guess so. I don't know what it ended up looking like, the gingerbread house. Doesn't
1: matter. doesn't I matter. I had a break.
2: I had a break.
1: <laughs> um, Tig, do you have any... Um, well, first of all, let me tell people... We love reading your messages and your reviews. Let us know what you think about the docs. We'd like to hear your ideas of docs to watch. I never
2: say docs, but I will. <laughs> it sounds so
1: cool. I know. It's, hey, yeah. It, let us if, know what docs you want to watch. What is short for podcast? Is there a word that's short for pod? pod. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you, what... or
2: cast. You've <laughs> been listening to our cast?
1: We've been casting a pod. Oh my god, we could not be bigger nerds. Um, but anyway, be keep them yourself. coming in, and we might read your review.
2: Also, uh, I have a big national tour, as you may have just heard from mm-hmm. my personal Christine vegan S. cookie lady, Christine S. First of all, Christine, why not just go full vegan?
1: They taste the same. If not better. Hmm. Anyway, go to You know what I would love to do? Uh-huh. I would love to come to Austin and visit you and mm-hmm. then do a blindfold test with a vegan cookie
2: oh, and a non vegan Yes. Yes. Okay, All right. go, go. so Cheryl's coming to Austin. <laughs> okay, so finish telling I know I interrupted everyone, you. Tignotaro.com. All of my tour dates are on there. I'll be adding more as time goes by. The links for the, for the shows are there. And um, I'd love to see you. This is my Hello Again tour. And you'll see in person why it's called Hello Again. It seems obvious because, you know, I've not been touring for almost two years. But there's another reason mm. that this tour is called Hello Again. Mm. And I don't think
1: you want to miss that. Sexy. Hello again. Again. Mm-hmm. It's like the uh, Neil Diamond song. Hello. Oh, that's hello, my friend. Never mind. Um, yeah, so it's nothing like that. Uh, also, you guys, you can mm-hmm. um, watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's on Sunday nights at 10.30 p.m. You can watch it on HBO and HBO Max. It's our 11th season. Hey, Curb. Hey. Hey, Curb. Hey. And um, <laughs> also… I don't know if you like Mass Singer, but it's uh, really fun and crazy. I'm going to be a panel guest on Mass Singer, so that's interesting. Oh, congrats.
2: Thanks. Also, don't forget my other podcast, Don't Ask Tig. Okay. I was just nominated. My podcast, Don't Ask Tig, was nominated for Best Advice or uh, Inspiring Podcast. Wow. Up against Oprah. (laughs) I feel – I'm like – have they not heard my podcast? I don't think they've listened o- to it. I'm up against Oprah, Glennon Doyle,
1: and Brene Brown. They haven't listened to it. <laughs>
2: well, we don't want to like draw attention.
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Just... But I
2: mean, I'm obviously gonna win. Well, can...
1: <laughs> what if you're? What if this is like in an auditorium and Oprah is seated right in front of you, and you win, <laughs> and you just like run right by her. I would be like Oprah. This is mine. I would run right by Oprah,
2: Brené, and Glennon, and just be like, "See ya, losers!" (laughs) 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 All right, Tig, we've got to go. All right, sorry to bother you. Mm -hmm. Sorry to keep everyone on this Mm -hmm. popular. They have things to do. Pod that we're casting.
1: Mm -hmm. Should we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again.